3: You're listening to the
2: Vox Media Podcast Network.
3: (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yes, it's Saturday night, and you know what that means. Means you just watched the night of fights. And it wrapped up relatively early. It's 1125 on the East Coast. And Marina Rodriguez just beat Michelle Watterson in a highly entertaining 25-minute matchup big win for Maria Rodriguez there was no post fight interview for her because that jaw is a little banged up it, re- it is so congratulations to her congratulations to Alex Murano great stoppage win over Donald Cerrone and kneel on kneel has happened Advantage Magni we welcome you to <laughs> UFC Vegas 26 post-fight show. I am Mike Hack, back here in beautiful Berkshire County, Massachusetts, after covering Bellator 258, being joined by Jose Youngs.
4: No, and Sarah. There he is.
3: <laughs> and on the ones and twos, there he is, EKC. What's up,
5: buddy? That's a pretty good point. I've been, I've been working on that. You know, hey what's up
3: you nailed that one
5: hey kids <laughs> you like rock and or roll, roll yeah i don't
3: know you you started off so strong that the first point <laughs> was great and then we uh
5: just, I just lost control kind of fell off a little
3: bit <laughs> well the nine fight card is over Marina Rodriguez got it done. She looked really good tonight. Those hands are so fast, and when she lands, it affects you. But Michelle Watterson, to quote the good old good old J.R. Jim Ross, Michelle Watterson is tougher than a, than a $2 steak. I mean, she took some big <laughs> shots. She was smiling after every round. She had a great fourth round, landed a takedown, did some damage. That kick she landed in the fifth round jacked up Rodriguez's jaw. It was a fun fight, Jose. What did
4: you think of? Rodriguez's performance,
3: Watterson's performance and just the main event overall.
4: Um it was I think it answered a lot of questions uh for both women. Marina Rodriguez, I believe this is her first time going full 5 rounds if I'm not mistaken and it kind of showed um it, her I know obviously she like shattered her jaw at some point or broke her jaw. Uh but it didn't it felt like at points like she maybe her cardio wasn't there. I don't know how much the broken jaw played into that or the fact that Michelle Watterson was really beating up her midsection and uh, michelle watterson at points especially in the fourth and fifth rounds. showed uh moments in there where if she had shown them in maybe the first couple rounds of the 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 fight might have gone a different way but marina rodriguez went five grueling tough rounds and pulled out the victory and michelle watterson proved that she can go five one week she can go five rounds no problem against an elite high level striker and not be totally blown out of the waters in that i mean she even had moments where she did that like like uh, you know that like signature Jackson Wink like uh, kick to the knee, uh, maybe uh, Marina wasn't quite ready for that, and then she kind of adjusted. But uh, yeah, both women looked great. It was a high level, high level, comp- high level martial arts competition, uh, and I think it exceeded a lot of the uh, the expectations. Especially since, of course, we lost the uh, Dillashaw and Sanhagen main event, which everyone was very excited for. But I think uh, this delivered. I don't think it satiated the bloodlust of a lot of fans. Maybe the co-main event did that, but. Nonetheless, high level martial arts competition. And I think both women uh, will move forward from this uh, with a lot of new fans uh, after that performance.
3: Yeah, Casey, H- Rodriguez was interesting because I actually picked Watterson to win this fight. And one of the big reasons was not just the main event experience that Watterson has, but the fact that Rodriguez wasn't cleared to fight until like the beginning of the week. So, like, she basically flew to Vegas and had like two days to make weight and fight. And considering that that was the case, her cardio, yeah, she got a little tired. She looked pretty good in there. Like, even fourth and fifth round. Like, fifth round, she she looked really good. She didn't look that tired. I was really impressed with her performance. What say you?
5: Um, well, for, for Marina, I thought it was a great performance. Um, I, thought it was, I thought it was a decent performance from Michelle. Um, I picked um Rodriguez to win a – actually, I mean, like, the fight kind of went as I thought it was going to go. I mean, I picked Marina to win a dominant decision. And I felt we got that. Um, I thought the small cage would be a disadvantage for Michelle, um, and as long as Marina could make the one twenty five weight limit um, healthy, which I think she did, she would have a serious size advantage and, and reach advantage, and it showed in the fight, especially in the stand up exchanges. Um, yeah, Marina Rodriguez is a A level strawweight, and um, and coming into this fight, yeah, I thought that, kind of kind of thought was. This is who I thought would happen, and uh, Michelle. I mean, and Marina just a little bit closer to that title, and Michelle doesn't take anything. Uh, it's not a big loss for Michelle. I mean, it sucks you lose, but I mean, I think I think we know who Michelle Watterson is at this point of her career, and um, yeah, kind of kind of came. Yeah. It was a good fight. It was a good fight. I mean, I, I liked it.
3: Yeah, it was a good scrap. I, I yeah, thought Waterson I mean, might I, try to wrestle I, a, l- I, a lot more in that fight.
5: Yeah, um, I, I I did I did agree. I think with the commentators, they were kind of. Mentioning it toward the beginning, it was it felt like kind of a sparring match, and they were kind of building it yeah. up toward the end, which I agreed with. It kind of felt like um, kind of like a like a Muay Thai fight in Thailand. You know, you, you you kind of you kind of spar the first couple rounds to kind of level and place your bets, and then the last rounds you you start building it up and everything. And um, that's that's what I kind of felt it went like. And I felt especially for Marina, she um was very cautious and her output. In the first couple of rounds, because I, I think that's every fighter's nightmare is to gas out in the final round. So um, that didn't happen, and Marina you know controlled her cardio correctly, and even took that big shot to the face, so it looks like it messed up her jaw, but um, it just looks like it made her angry. <laughs> so um, great victory. Great victory and great great victory and a, and a gritty performance from Michelle Watterson.:
3: Where does she go from here, Jose? Marina Rodriguez. I mean, she's number six. She's behind Dern, Esparza, Zhaonan, Jacek, Zhang Weili, and the champion right now. Nina Nunes is a spot behind her. And then there's Gedalia and so forth and so on. She's kind of stuck, unfortunately, unless you want to throw her in yeah. there with
4: Dern. Are, are you ready to do that right now? Selfishly? I would like the Yoana fight. I just think that would be a really high level matchup between two very skilled Muay Thai practitioners. Um, The Dern fight would be a lot of fun. And I think it would make sense matchmaking wise. Just, you know, five, six. I mean, that's what the rankings are for, right? It's like that. Eight, like obviously they determine, they can determine how much money someone gets or whatever, like that, and sponsorships outside. Um, But if you want to put five and six, that's an easy sell. Nina Nunes, I don't think. Uh, makes sense. Cloudy doesn't make sense. They're coming off losses. You just beat Michelle. Um, she already beat Tisha Torres. I think it really depends on what uh, Zhang Wei uh does if they want to book the rematch with Rose, or especially if the winner of Yan Xiao Nan and Carlos Sparsa gets the ne- next title shot. Because if uh, Zhang Wei Li wants to come back after that very long layoff and just you know get right back in there and try to erase the taste of getting knocked out by Rose, that would be an awesome fight. The Dern, so Dern, Yoana, Zhang or Wei and the, or the loser of Jan, uh, Nan, and Carla. I again the top five at strawweight absolutely rules. It's very obvious that this is the most stacked division in women's MMA. So I just think a few fights have to play out first before we can really decide what's next for Marina Rodriguez. Plus, she just like broke her jaw, so it's not like she can get a quick turnaround. If she wants to get back in there. So uh, let let her recover and let the division shake out.
3: No, she got to fight next week. see UFC. Let's go. My get fault. back in there. My fault. Be like Sabu and just wrap tape around your your jaw like you did in ECW. Yeah, she's a savage. What do you do, Casey? You like that? She's a savage. (laughs) She's a savage, right? A savage. Uh, Yeah, I mean, all those options are great, Casey. Like, if you were the matchmaker right now, how how would you book? Let's just say, you know, she's got to heal up and take some time, get the jaw all healed up. But, you know, all things considered. What makes sense for you? Is it Dern? Is it Joanna? Is it Zhang Wei Li? Maybe the loser of Asparza Nan. I know she fought Carla already, but it was a close, kind of controversial decision that went to went to Carla, and a lot of people thought Marina won that fight. So yeah. there's a story in the rematch if that happened too.
5: Um, you know, I think I think Marina is the type of action fighter that I, honestly, there's she's not going to fight for the title next, or she still needs one big win. To get that title shot, so honestly, Zhang Dern, um, Jengo Dern, JJ, they, they're all good fights. I, I don't think there's any one particular fight that Rodriguez needs to fight, and maybe that's the problem right now for her that we don't, we're not like we not, we're not urgently no, no craving for Rodriguez versus someone in particular. We just know we we just know she's extremely a level strawweight and she needs to fight a top five um, strawweight. And and come back and come back down to straw weight, you know. Um, this was a 125 fight, and um, and also it, the, the fact that this was a catch weight um, that does that's that's a little helpful for Waterston too, because I think you no know, we know that she was going to be severely undersized fly flyweight, especially when she's already a relatively small straw weight. So, um, but for Rodriguez, yeah, anyone really. I, I like Dern. I love I love Styles. Cl- I love st- a style match. Uh, styles clash. And I love grappler versus striker matches. So um, Dern's my personal pick. But in terms of just pure action, um, I love JJ. JJ. Actually, when she was fighting, I was like thinking a lot. I was like, man, they have like the, – I feel like they fight very similar and they, they have the same physique. Said,
4: that's what the uh, – I actually listened to the announcers this time um, and I think it was Dominic Cruz said Marina looks like a uh, Ioana you near know, the beginning of mm-hmm. her UFC tenor, you know, and then she went to AK and kind of – She didn't change her style of fighting, but her stance changed a little bit Mm -hmm. because obviously incorporated a lot more uh, wrestling or she worked a lot on her wrestling more. So she wasn't just a solely Muay Thai uh, uh, stance. Which did definitely play it against Marina for a minute, because she was obviously Con, it's famous. Connor famously said it, but Muay Thai fighters are very heavy on their front foot often, mm-hmm. and Michelle just unloaded a few, um, and then Marina obviously had to change it up. But yeah, Marina's uh, yeah, like awesome lateral fight.
5: movement definitely needed some work on. Because she, was, she, she was walking, in, and that's that's kind of the big issue of Muay Thai. You just kind of head forward. So someone like Michelle, those straight kicks, those like kind of side kicks right into the body. Marina was eating those, but luckily Marina's an in-, in shape athlete, so she can take those shots, but. She can only really take so many. I don't know if they showed the replay, but wasn't there one point? It looked like
4: Marina took a good body shot, and she kind of crumpled over for a moment. But then uh, yeah, I think really it was hit. the last. It was like the last round. It was like a. It was like a push. I can't remember. It was like a body kick or something like yeah, that. If I remember she correctly, something to the
5: body and looked like she hurt. But either Michelle didn't recognize it or Michelle was so um, she might. I thought Michelle kind of gassed herself out in the fourth round because I think after the dominant fourth round dominant in the sense of ground control not really dominant in terms of damage but we i think we all thought okay michelle in the first 30 seconds is gonna have to go in for a takedown and take and take marina down and try to wear out and, and submit her or finish her on the ground but um michelle as far as i remember never seriously went for a takedown in that fifth round and um which i'm I'm kind of interested to know why she did not but um yeah, maybe, maybe. I'm. In, I, I, I'm kind of curious. I mean, I don't want to bring up the whole open scoring thing, but I'm kind of curious where Michelle thought she was on the scorecards. Maybe she thought I just have to win this fifth round because the judges and uh, not well, all the judges, or at least the commentator, said that they felt um, Michelle was down three rounds coming uh, into the I, fourth yes, round.
4: Man.
5: Yeah, so oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know if Michelle. So, so in, I mean, for the fifth round, she would need a ten eight for a draw or a finish to yeah. win. And, yeah, um, I think
4: that's what I. I think I tweeted like Michelle needs a stoppage or a 10-8 in round five. Yeah.
5: So I'm kind of curious so, what Michelle 10-8. thought. I, I don't know if in her yeah. mind or or what her corners were telling her. Um, if that like, you got to get the finish in this round. So that's I, I was kind of surprised, but with Michelle in the in the fifth round, maybe it was just a cardio issue. Maybe she, you know she's you no. Know, I don't have Maria Rodriguez throwing angry fists at me, so I'm not just shooting in for takedowns. Like, but um. Yeah, I was just it was it's good performance. <laughs> just kind of just kind of reliving the fight in my head right now.
4: Yeah, we have bonuses, by the way.
5: Ooh, okay, bonuses. Bonuses. let me
4: guess. Let's guess. Okay. Uh, um, I would say Morono and Gillespie by the night or no it's performance. Oh, oh,
5: sorry, sorry. Yeah.
4: Oh, Morono Gillespie mm, performance. Well, okay. Mer- Morono got a performance.
5: Absolutely. Okay.
4: Gillespie. I would not. I I would not think a, a Gillespie. For Hedda, it could be fight of the night.
3: It is,
5: I and it was a, since that was a awesome weight. Fight.
3: You got the four hundred k. Since Fahedum, you get the full hundred k. Yeah, wow. Good on, good on, Good, good on, F- on, F- him. Good on that one ruled. The other performance bonus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on.
5: Who am I saying? I don't Harris.
3: <laughs> Correct, Whoa. Carlson Harris.
5: Oh, oh, that was a sick joke. That was a, that was a sick joke. Yeah, that was a very good joke.
3: Um, that dude's uh, the, he's the real deal, man. Carlson Harris is fun. Good yeah. good 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 scrapper finisher. That was like a
4: perfect matchup for him against Christian Aguilera Yeah,
5: I don't know. I, it, I don't know very much about Harris. So. Dude, I
4: miss. I missed that one. My internet went down, and I missed the first fight <laughs> of the night. <laughs> so that's the only the fight I said that we shouldn't miss <laughs> was the fight that I missed. <laughs> and I just heard I saw our colleague Stephen Rock on our Slack channel like freaking out about the uh, the like it was in like in a good way like oh that submission yeah. was awesome or something. I was like damn it my favorite choke <laughs> my yeah favorite I was chicken. bummed out I was really bummed out because I like sold that fight hard of the preview yeah. show and I, I was the one that missed it
5: it was a great and it was a great breakdown by um, DC explaining that position mm-hmm. because uh, from what I remember Harris could have what he what he said take the butt or something like when he was in the front and he couldn't have gone around and taken the back control, but he decided to go for the choke instead. And it looked like Aguilera wasn't ready for that. And he just kind of went right into it. And um, yeah, congratulations, Carl, um, Carlston Harris. So they How they the hell of debut.
4: <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Three just The three bonus. Okay.
3: Yeah. Fight of the night and two performances, but Gillespie, gets both fight of the night bonuses. That fight was awesome. <laughs> like didn't gregor gillespie just like make you want to go for a run
4: like a 20 mile run after that performance i mean i know i'll I'll never be able to have his cardio so why even try that's what my mindset was (laughs) was i wanted to run 20
3: miles and then go fishing once i got to where i was gonna land after the 20 mile run like i wanted to have a fishing rod 20 miles away run to it and then just cast that line out and hope for the best that's what gillespie did for me tonight what did you think casey how 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 invigorated were you after watching gregor gillespie come back and and have a finish like that man that was sick
5: after that first round i was like dude gregor gillespie is about to get effed up at the beginning of the second round i was like he is done and like i don't know some fighters just fight so well so well tired they're better fighters when they're tired almost And he seems to be one of those guys. Like once they're at fifty percent or you know, their gas tank is like thirty percent, they are just a better fighter than any other fighter who's also kind of around that 30% mark. And Diego is obviously, no, he had a bad weight cut and everything. Even though he was heavier, that's not a to me, that's not that much of an advantage because it came at a cost and came at a pretty crap weight cut. So um, yeah, so all of Diego Diego just no, he had no energy. And the fact that when a fighter can make someone just I mean, I know I know he technically got TKO, but like like D C was saying, you broke Diego Ferrer. He Diego Ferrer just like, I'm done. I'm done. Just punch me. You know, I'm done. And um that's um that's uh, honestly that's kind of a humiliating loss for Ferrer. It sucks. I yeah. mean it's just at this level to just to make someone quit. That's super impressive from Gregory Lesby. Um and um yeah. Uh, I don't know where Gregor Gillespie is, and the you know the whole you know is he gonna win the title or is he gonna fight for a title anytime soon? But um, he's back. That's all. He's back. You know the the old Gregor Gillespie that we kind of saw before Kevin Lee fight. Um, now with that Gregor Gillespie, would he have beaten
3: um, was it Brad
5: Riddell? Is that who was he fighting? Who was he supposed to be fighting? Brad Riddell, Yeah. Yeah. Brad I, I don't know. I
3: was very. I, I was I, very confident in Gregor Gillespie winning that fight. I'm very confident. I was not very confident in him beating cdf tonight but that was super impressive like the the the, to answer like to answer the bounce back question like is this guy the real deal is this guy who we thought he was this was the fight to prove it more than brad rodell was in my opinion just because you know cdf like is a is a high level black belt great fighter like he only loses to like the best of the best guys like super legit and gillespie getting in there and and scrambling and, and and having success on the on the ground with CDF showed a lot, man. Like I know Gillespie's wrestling credentials are through the roof, but to be able to go there on the ground and, and play around down there and not only survive but stop him on the ground with strikes—that was unbelievable. That's a huge win for him.
4: Yeah, <laughs> it was. And Con McGregor talked about him on Twitter. Twitter. That was weird. That's even better. Okay. It's very yes. weird. I mean,
5: good. mean, good for Gregor. I mean, I mean, that's a good. It was very weird. It was weird.
3: Come in. hashtag a- a- Gregor McGregor.
5: Gregor on McGregor. That's hilarious. Gregor oh on God. McGregor. There you go. Oh my God. AK. 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 Get it going. AK. Just sitting around typing. He's like, he just. just <laughs> like, he's just looking around. <laughs> someone's calling him on his landline right him. now and telling
3: him what we're saying right now. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. There's your bonuses. Uh, Alex Murano, great win over Donald Cerrone. That's a good name on the resume. I mean, that talk about magic. a guy that's that's fallen into some big fights, huh? Yeah. Pettis and then Cerrone. Two short notice fights back-to-back. It's pretty damn good. That was a good finish. Good stuff right there. Donald Cerrone talked to uh, ESPN not long ago and said that he's not done yet. He uh, He's not done at least in his mind, he has to go back and look at the fight and talk to his team and stuff. But he, he feels like if he's, if he's to that point when he's done, it's going to be like, Hey, this is my final fight. Like, this is it. So I don't know. I, I, I felt like this is kind of, I, I thought Cerrone's going to win this fight tonight. I, I was pretty confident he would win. This is no disrespect to Alex Moreau. Cause Alex Moreau is a tough dude who will throw throw, throw hams at you. But I, it was just a matter of if Cerrone can get out of the first round, He'll win, but he didn't because Morano just attacked him, and that was a perfect game plan by, by Morano and Safe Sayud, of course, and in the four to guys. What did you think of Morano's performance tonight, Casey?
5: Um, I was kind of the opposite view. I was actually very confident, Alex. Uh, uh, I keep wanting to say Brandon. Alex Morano was going to win the fight. Um I just, I don't, I don't like saying the term, you know, washed, you know, but to me, Cowboy just. Whatever memory of Cowboy we have, just like our memories of Diego Sanchez, you know, in these crazy fights, I just don't, those fighters aren't there anymore. And, um, yeah, and not that I think Alex Morono is, you know, a world beater or even a top 10 welterweight. I just think Cowboy is not very good right now as far as, like, A-level welterweights. And, um, yeah, it, was, it just, uh, to me, it is one of those fights where Cowboy just looked really bad. Don't really have too yeah. much to say. Yeah, it's kind of like I mean, I mean, Brandon I Brandon, Brandon Morano did exactly what he was supposed to do, and he kind of he, he fought like has advertised as basically that, that nothing looked out of, nothing looked out of we've seen that Brandon Morano before, you know. But um, Alex
3: Morano, Alex Morano, oh, why do I, you're a, <laughs> you're, you're, you're fi- you are you're you're fixated yeah. with that interview from Wednesday? Yeah, yeah, I know, I just.
5: I love Brandon Moreno, Alex. Who I, doesn't? I know. Uh, I love Alex. Mar- uh, sorry, I love both of them. Moreno. Um, uh, um, yeah, I mean, this is nothing surprised me of his performance. I knew exactly that's the guy. That's the guy he is. He can take a big shot. Uh, he's going to come out fast, you know. And um, that's a bad recipe for a Cowboy. And um, Cowboy just the. I mean, I know he got hit. It's just. But it's like it reminded me of it reminded me of the Connor fight. He just took one hit, it's like, oh, this sucks. I don't like getting a hit. And um unfortunately, um like when we saw Michelle Watterson get start getting beat up, you know, the commentators were going, dude, Michelle's a fighter. She you can tell how tough she is, you can tell how tough she is. We don't say that about cowboy. We just go, Man, it's cowboy, you know? And but it's just it's not the same. It's just not the same guy. I mean, he'll get one more fight and like I think we, we talked about this um in our Q and A before is this? If Cowboy takes a bad loss, which he did, um, would this be his final fight? And none of us thought that was going to be his final fight because we felt, you know, he needed. He's gonna. He needs a, He needs to leave with fans, and he leads. He needs to leave against a proper opponent. Uh, who's that? Who that proper opponent is? I'm not sure. Um, we can throw some names out later, but um, Alex Morano and a empty UFC apex isn't the way for Cowboy to retire. Win or lose, that's all.
3: Your thoughts, Jose?
4: Yeah, I actually picked Cowboy to win. Uh, I thought if Morono was going to pull it off, I did not picture that, and I was talking to Casey before he we went live. Alex Morono has never landed a more picture-perfect punch in his yeah. life. Like That was <laughs> a baseball bat to the jaw. That was like a lunchbox-filled... With rocks that just got slapped, like clanged across his head, and Cowboy just had got caught cold. Like it's the punches that you don't see are the ones that affect you the most. We've heard that a thousand times. That's exactly what we saw. Does that happen every time? Probably not. Uh, does Alex Rona win the majority of the time? Maybe but I doubt he lands that punch every single time against Donald Cerrone, but he landed it this time. He won fair and square. Uh, I'm not quite ready to call Don Cerrone washed just yet uh, because, like I said, he got hit with the absolute perfect punch. It would be a lot different if he just got decimated for 15 minutes, and then I would say, yeah, it's probably time to hang it up. But uh, if Cowboy, if someone is going to tell that to Cowboy, it's the, it's the fact that he got stopped again. It's not that his skills aren't there. He just physically... I don't know how much his brain can handle it anymore. Because as much as we talk about Diego Sanchez, Donald Soroni has a ton of mileage. Some of the like more mileage than almost anyone in the U, in UFC history. If maybe I can't think of many people that have more right now on the roster. So uh, that was that was real rough to see. And doing Twitter reacts for that fight was not fun because pretty much every single fighter was just tweeting uh, sad face emojis or you know Donald, you're still a hero to me and this and that. So yeah, uh, bummer for d- Cowboy fans, but. Man, Alex Moroni, Morono, I am very excited to see what he lines up with next because this was all like great win, short notice fight too, so that makes it even more impressive. He probably got a real nice paycheck for that one.
3: Yeah, and Alex, one of the 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 really nice guys in the sport too, so you you got to be happy for him on
0: that end.
3: unfortunate on the other side for four to seven A teammate jeff neal could not get it done against dale magny so now one of the great prospects at 170 has lost two in a row and i mean listen you lose to wonder boy and neil magny there's no shame in that those are two you know two two of the very best can, can, can we just go ahead like I, I know i know ak and i are going to talk and, and do the matchmaking thing but can we just go ahead and book Neil Magny and Hamza Shemaev? Can we just make that happen yeah. now? Because that is the only fight Final that me. makes sense. I don't want to
4: hear Shemaev against anybody else. That is the fight to make. The only other fight that I think would be fun would be Kevin Holland, just because there's beef there. But if Kevin Holland's not going to welterweight, then I'm all for Neil Magny versus Hamza Shemaev. Like I'm, I am about it. Like, that's just, like the, like the, like Hamzat called him out most importantly. So if one fight, like and Neil Magny doesn't say no to anyone, uh, as far as I'm aware of. So yeah, if Hamzat wants it and the UFC wants it, fight fans just want to see Hamzat fight. Bring it on down. I agree. I he's been calling him out
3: yeah. for like nine months now. Like ever <laughs> yeah. since like Shemai, got his like second or third win. He was like, I want this guy fight me. And Dana White's like, you know, no one wants to fight this guy. And Neil, and meanwhile, <laughs>
5: Neil <laughs> Magny's <laughs> been on Twitter being make like, me, dude,
0: make come make on. <laughs>
3: For you. i would have fight him that is that the fight casey
5: yeah absolutely it's, it's a perfect fight um i don't think the ufc wants that fight because uh well he might lose Hamsat um, might lose and i think uh neil magny is um and i mean this in the highest regard um he's is a high level gatekeeper you have to beat neil magny if you want to be considered an elite welterweight not just a really good welterweight you got to beat neil magny and um so uh if you can't beat no Magni, you're just a really good welterweight. And um if we if we if we believe Shemaya is the shit, he needs to beat Mo- no No Magni. And I think I think style wise yeah. it's a great
3: fight too. And I think it kinda like gives you a glimpse into how good Michael Chiesa is too. Because he, I mean, he didn't just yeah. beat Neil Magny; he dominated Neil Magny. That's that. That just looks even better now. Yeah, exactly. At and this I think point. and I, I, and I think, I think
5: Kiesa is a elite. He's the guy. I think then Kumar Uzman just say or his manager just say that manager. Yeah, well, you know, so, yeah. so the, the fact that Kiesa is in that conversation for the title, you know, already, and we're not, you no, know, we don't, we don't really talk about Magny in the sense of title shots, but we consider Magny a very good fighter, and um, so yeah, Shamayev beating Magny will. No, the hype is real. Then, if you can beat him,
3: uh, Marcos Rogério de Lima gets a win, and uh, to quote AK, that was that was a fight, that was a fight. Um, Maurice Green loses another one. I, I like Maurice Green, and again, another another good guy. Got himself in really good shape, but I, I'd be shocked if we see him in the octagon. Again, unless he runs off some wins on the regional scene, Uh, we mentioned Greg Gillespie, Phil Haas, another decision win, two decision wins in a row. Remember that? Remember everyone kept saying, "Oh, just get Phil Haas out of the first round and you can beat him." Nope, two decision wins in a row. He looked good against Kyle Dock. Is this guy who can get better as the rounds go and isn't gassing out? This guy's a problem, Casey Eliden. He's a problem right now. I told you,
5: man. I I, think this was. I mean. (sighs) Even though Phil Haas didn't get that, there's no highlights from this, no big knockouts, no 10-second knockouts, no whatever, this was a great experience for Phil Haas. This is a fight, actually, the fight I needed to watch, I needed to see, go, okay, I've been really hyping up Phil Haas for a while, but, like, that fight, even though there were no highlights from him, he didn't win any performance bonuses, but he needed a fight. A fight that he actually got stronger in. He he, he fought better as the fight went on, which is n- never, He's that's just something he's not known for. The fact that he can change who he is as a fighter, you know, at this point in his career, that's um, he's very, he's very dangerous for the middleweights right now. Do I think he's gonna? Is he is he a threat? Is he no? Or uh, I don't I don't think Phil is a top five guy or can come close to being a top five guy yet. Yet, but he is improving dramatically and a super impressive win for him. Super impressive win in terms of improvement
3: for Phil Haas. That was only his 13th professional fight, but there are very few guys, like, at this level in MMA that have paid their dues early on more than Phil Haas has. (laughs) I mean, just go back and, like, look at his early fights. I mean, throwing him in there with guys like, you know, Julian Marquez early, Lewis Taylor early, you know, just... Some of these names, just throwing them to the wolves at like two and o, three and o, three and one. Got like Anthony, it's just, it's Anthony Sanchez
5: where, on the contender Andrew Sanchez, series, yeah. Andrew, Andrew Sanchez,
3: Sanchez, the other yeah. one. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. And then he took a couple of years off, and you know, look at him now. He's 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 in a yeah. great place. Got on the contender series, got the win. Now he's three and in the UFC. Guys going places right now. Good
5: stuff. Oh, did they talk about his hair? His hair is very confusing. Maybe we'll bring that up later. Yeah, That was very, I I didn't,
3: I didn't. uh, Derek Lewis said the the tweet of the night.
5: (laughs) Derek Lewis, (laughs) yeah. He wins a
3: a performance (laughs) bonus for his Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Mike Trezano, first fight in a while. Good win for him. Ooh, who do Uh,
5: we, did we actually pick Trezano in that one? I I did not,
4: but it it was close, but I didn't, I did not. Uh, I did not agree that someone had a 3.7. That was very suspect yes that was that was definitely yeah,
3: Spe- right, speaking right. of scores the Junyoung park fight what, what is going on here it's a 30 to 25 a 28 28 and a 29 27 is that what it was what how oh, is that man. possible
5: the right guy won that's what matters park was <laughs> the, park was the better fighter but it was yeah those are crazy scores
3: what a bass awkward's way to to get there man 28 28 29 27 30 25 like six different numbers six different numbers but i will say this though i'm I'm looking
5: at mma decisions right now and all the scores are kind of all over the place too uh five four journalists had 30 25s which is what one ref had two journalists I, had I know, um yeah i mean yeah the, the, the scores are kind of all over the place too they're 29 27s um, there were no 28-28s, though. That was for sure.
3: <laughs> Man, so, was okay, 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 I
5: take that back. The, yeah, the scoring wasn't as crazy. The media scoring wasn't as crazy as the judges' scores. But the right guy won. That's why there's three judges. So we'll kind of, ha-ha, funny judges. But
3: yeah. yeah. Eric Nixick was not happy about that. Uh, and then Carlson Harris kicked off, kicked off the festivities with an anaconda choke. So this event, I'm sure the UFC is breathing a sigh of relief. That it is come and gone. This thing was I'm not gonna say cursed, but it was close to so being that. cursed with all the hiccups along the way, but they made it happen, they got it done, and you know this is the second best MMA event of the weekend because Bellator Bellator's car is better than this one. I hate to say oh. it. It just was.
5: No, no. I hate to say it. I mean it's, what do you mean? Hey, hate I mean, I, 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 don't
3: I, I I I said that in, I said that <laughs> not the way I intended <laughs> I know, to I know say you. it, but I know what you mean. Yeah, just, but most people are watching are, are UFC fans, but yeah. Bell- the Bellator card is better than this one. Oh, Bellator
5: just had a great, great card on paper, and it delivered. And the UFC see, this card- is what
4: we always say: Bellator needs to do, and they don't do it enough. Like the fact that Bellator puts on a big event and it delivers should not be a story. They could do it all of the time. They just, for a while, were giving these really high-level top two fights and then, unfortunately, fans didn't tune in because they didn't care about the rest of the card. And it's unfortunate because you miss out on some absolutely fantastic scraps. And a lot of these fighters now you could have seen on the rise rather than until they get to... like Jason Jackson, I don't know enough a lot of people that watched this fight against Benson Henderson. And that fight was like his his that put him on the map yeah. um and then who would he just be neiman gracie yeah right great, after that so great, like but, we yeah. could, oh canelo just rocks billy joe like right there <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i'm watching it right here um but uh yeah it's like bellator can do that and it frustrates me when we like i i, I don't i think it's fantastic whenever any card is fantastic in any promotion but it frustrates frustrates me when we see that i'm like why don't you do this more often like patchy mix henry corrales yeah. like lorenz larker on the prelims and like Indeed, any yeah. other time that's like a co event i'm like they can do this all the time and they don't and it, it's just frustrating because we all know how good bellator can be yes
3: we saw we definitely saw that last night it was a it was a really fun card oh. seeing henry corrales lose was just wild man getting oh, subbed by by johnny well, campbell. Like, campbell i was like I wow you see, like, that's
4: the thing i like awesome. now if, if people tune into that and then they see the guy that beat Henry Cross. Like, oh, I remember this guy, but like, I don't. I hopefully people did that. Johnny I just Campbell, don't know if, right? I don't know if fans are cued in to tune in for Be- early Bellator prelims like they are for UFC. Unfortunately, if that makes sense, yeah. Like they're not used to having to tune in. To Bellator. I agree prelims.
5: because Bellator was kind of notorious for years to have basically the, the the early prelims, especially, were just local fighters just I to kind of fill seats yeah. up and stuff. Which is more, which is just their business model. Which is just a different business model than the UFC. So, like a lot, of, a lot of these were just one, one fight contract guys. I wouldn't even yeah. consider them Bellator fighters. They were just literally in a Bellator cage. Yeah. So, um, but this, maybe
4: that changes with the Showtime or what someone was saying on Twitter is that like, because not every fight's going to be on Showtime, right? Some of them are going to be on CBS? CB, CBS? Did that, what did I say?
5: No, no, you said CBS, what, not, what? CBS Sport, not CBS Sports, not CBS, CBS Network, like the big I don't kind of know CBS what,
4: I don't know what, I don't know what their net broadcast is moving forward, but like some people are going to be like, oh, if they're on Showtime, that'll be, remember, remember those old dynamite shows they would do where it was like, you have to tune in from the beginning. Those are like the tent pole events. Maybe yeah. that's what Bellator does yeah. moving forward. Uh, so I, I don't know. I have no idea. As far as but, I, know,
5: I think, I think Showtime is the exclusive. Um, cool. Um, broadcaster, awesome. un- unless they have a CBS show because yeah. CBS owns, yeah. um, which will be even bigger because obviously network.
3: Absolutely, uh, yeah. dude! I it, being being in there last night, that that looks so cool in person. Like yeah. the the little setup with the curtains, it looks. I mean, it
4: looks phenomenal. It looks yeah. better in the apex. Whoa, 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 whoa! Oh. We'll Did get, we'll Canelo get... just win? Oh, Canelo just won! He threw in the towel. Billy Joe threw in the towel. Ah. <laughs> what? Around around. Canelo was cooking him that round, and then I just look over and it's like they waved it off. My God, I just want to say, UFC puts on a great show, but do there are seventy three thousand one hundred and twenty six fans at this fight. That is the third biggest attended boxing match ever, and the most in the in U.S. history. the The only other two were like uh, Joshua fights and like Wales and those massive arenas. Oh, massive stadiums, but Canelo just stopped Billy Joe. Billy Joe threw in the towel in front of 73,000 people in Dallas. That is unreal. My God. Canelo just... Canelo is the pound-for-pound pound best boxer on planet Earth.
5: Par I don't know. Enough. I'm looking at the comments, and someone says boxing is dead, so... I mean, okay. you can say that, but the counter-argument, though,
4: boxing is dead, so I don't know. Unreal. He is... Oh, my God. He was so good. That sounds great. That sounds- he just... Ate him ate him alive with bot. like if you are a fan of just like like take a like a wet pillow and just hitting someone's midsection <laughs> that's pretty much what canelo did the entire fight and Billy Joe's eye is like swollen shut Jesus good luck stopping that guy I
3: got to watch yes, that. let us know in the comment section <laughs> if you're a fan of
4: <laughs> of wetting
3: down things and, and hitting I, people in the midsection i'm a but.
4: huge i am a huge mark for canelo which is why i will never be able to cover boxing <laughs> <laughs> because i'm i'm just like no, no, oh, this you, guy's you, not you'll be boxing media what are you talking about your box <laughs> that is a good point that is a very you'll good right point. <laughs> that is a very very good point like it is very hard for me to, to ever root against canelo alvarez but good lord like Terrible counter program for the UFC because my Twitter like erupted, uh, like during the main event because uh, the, the walkouts are happening. 73,000 people watching a boxing match, unreal. Wow. Have you ever got a chance to see Canelo like uh, been an open workout or anything? Got, yeah. yeah,
5: yeah. I, I was, I was at the, I shot the open workout in San Diego when he fought, I forgot his name actually, but it was on Showtime. And just, dude, watch it, the like the 45 piece combos he was hitting. I was like, that is amazing. <laughs> I was just like, it <laughs> it's just so cool."
4: Canelo now, I obviously if, if this Canelo fought that Floyd that they fought back in like twenty what fourteen or whatever it was, yeah. I think this Canelo wins. But it's yeah. obviously that's just like weird yeah. fantasy matchmaking. Yeah.
5: What, 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 what weight was this at? But Canelo's bigger now, right? He's not.
4: It's super middle, super middleweight. I think uh, something that like a, that. It's one, one of those weird one, ones.
5: One fifty something.
4: No, I think it's even higher than that. Like oh, okay. Out.
5: Yeah, because yeah. I mean, Floyd. If people, I think people forget how small Floyd is. Floyd's like he's like
4: a one forty. Connor's player. bigger than him. Oh, Conor's way bigger, bigger than him. him.
5: Connor's way bigger oh, yeah. than him. When when he fight when he fights Logan Paul, Logan Paul is going to have like 30, 40 pounds on him.
4: Logan Paul can't weigh more than one ninety. That's in the rules. Uh this far at one sixty. Canelo weighed one sixty seven. Billy Joe weighed one sixty seven. Okay. So now he is the unified super middleweight champion of the world. He just won Billy Joe's WBC super middleweight champion. And now that I, like, I don't know why they stopped that, honestly. Maybe his corner was, didn't think he could handle it. But he looked in the fight. His eye was just swelling shut. So maybe they just wanted to protect just him.
3: Call it, uh, live, live to fight another day. Yeah,
4: That's a, just a bummer because you live to fight another day. But this was for literally all of the Marvels. This is what the, the another day is. This is the other day that There's you fight the, there, for. There are no more days, heck. The calendar's <laughs> over.
3: <laughs> There's no more days. No more days. This is this is December 31st, 1999, bro. We're done. Like you should. Yeah. Throw that hope, towel in the in the crowd, man.
5: Hope everyone had a good life. See see you in the afterlife. <laughs> see, <laughs> see you in the afterlife.
3: <laughs> well, congratulations to uh Canelo Alvarez. Let's see what is what is next for him. And I don't think it's gonna be Floyd because Floyd's trying to chase down no. the hat that Jake Paul pulled off his head. Can I just say I was so glad I was covering the Bellator event this week while that was going on? Because I had no idea what was happening until like the next morning. Like I had heard about it, but I hadn't seen any of the clips until like the next morning. And then I regretted immediately looking at the clips.
5: Did you okay? We got Did you see the Awful. Jake Paul TikTok video he made? no one it was so funny like it's, it's it's start dude it's as much as I want to hate Jake Paul I was like okay dude that's funny so the video starts off him like doing a little selfie shot going like hey i'm going to go over there i'm going to steal floyd's hat and then it shows him going talking a little bit he goes got your hat you know then show then, then it plays DMX while he's like why everyone's like punching him everything and then like it shows him like a hard cut of him like in some room backstage all ripped up and sweaty he was like Oh, that went perfect, <laughs> or something. He <laughs> like, just all like beat up. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's enough, Jake Paul talk. I, I yeah. can't believe, we, I can believe, we, I, man.
3: Can't help it. I was so happy that I didn't have to like see that till the next day. It was great.
4: It was great. Okay, Do you have any, we, we, anything from
2: the peeps?
3: Oh yeah, we got lots from the peeps.
5: But
4: what, what'd you were, say, we, Casey?
5: Were we at any Mayweather fights? Did we worked. Did you cover them?
4: Um, I was at the Maymac fight, and I was at the Mayweather Pacquiao fight. Okay. So cool. I was at the, his two big ones. Yeah. yeah.
5: So so you've seen how much how crazy like you think UFC, I've UFC seen you've it. seen you you think the big UFC pay-per-views oh, are big.
4: There's good no, nothing. Lord. nothing compares. Big boxing nothing is compared. like home. Yeah. It's like nothing compared. Yeah. It's yeah. It's hard to explain. explain to is the like fans is, how much bigger it is. The only thing I can think of is like WrestleMania or like Wrestle Kingdom, <laughs> where it's just like the world of that, like a high level boxing match, like everyone, everything in boxing stops. Like everyone is queued in. Like same thing as like those. Like or like the Super Bowl. Like, whenever Floyd fought. Like when Floyd fought Pacquiao, I just felt like nothing in my life mattered besides that fight. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um. All right. Well. Uh, oh my god.
5: Who really? Can, uh, I got uh, it. All right, which I, I. I can't. want to. We can take a no, couple questions. Yeah, we can, can, can take a couple questions. questions. Oh, so um, yeah. Enter. Um, send me your questions, peeps. Let me. Let me see what we got here. Bring some questions now.
3: Questions, thoughts on the card? Oh, anything oh, oh. that happened this weekend? This, this is from before the fight.
5: <laughs> no, he won't, Michael Easter. All right, uh, let's go talk about Cowboy again.
3: No, so. uh, Cowboy is as awesome as they come, but boy needs to hang up the gloves. As game as he is, sometimes fighters don't know when to be smart and quit. I don't know if like. I don't know if Cowboy, like, kind of fits into that mold. Because, I mean, I, I, he's got nothing to really prove. He's not trying to be a world champion. He just, like, likes to fight. You know what I mean? Like, he just likes yeah. it in a weird way. So, I don't know if it's, like... I don't put him in the same category as, like, as like BJ Penn and, and some of these other guys that are just getting mauled every single time they get in there. Like, Cowboy's losing. But it's not like his... The way he views fighting is different than other guys in his position, if that makes sense. He's just like, yeah, I like to fight. So I'm just gonna go in there and fight. Like if I win, great. If I lose, okay, it doesn't matter. I just like to fight. You know, I just feel like his viewpoint on things are very than guys, other people in his position. You know what I mean?
5: I kind of disagree because I think BJ Penn the same way. BJ Penn's like, he likes to fight. He's like, I'm born to fight. Unfortunately, he just can't fight at a high level or even a mid level anymore. Um, now, the, no, the I cow- mean, like what cowboy- cow? Will, will Cal- is cowboy? I know you so- You say cowboy isn't there yet, but how many more times does he have to look horrible before we kind right. of go? I'm. I i do not know. I don't. I don't know the, an- I don't know the BJ,
3: answer. Bj. The difference between Bj and Cowboy is that Bj like has to fight. Like he has to. That's him. Cowboy just like likes it. He doesn't have to. He's got other things going on. He's got the ranch. He could just like shoot guns and jump out of airplanes and ride horses. Like he could do all that stuff and be fine and be happy. He just likes it. He doesn't need to fight. Like BJ Penn, like, that's who he is. He has to fight. Cowboy likes to thrill.
5: Cowboy just needs thrills. He doesn't necessarily need fights. BJ needs fighting. But Cowboy just needs that thrill and that he can get that thrill other ways. Is that what you're kind of saying? maybe not that's what i'm saying i got i understand that that makes sense yeah um yeah i think um ufc gives him one more fight and uh yeah 38 yeah i mean now uh, is cowboy dan hardy
4: dan hardy cowboy dan hardy that's it that's the one that's the fact that's also a very much a clash of personalities like, like, uh, yeah. Dan Hardy really wanted to fight Matt Hughes for years just based off of, um... Matt, he's being a jerk. <laughs> n- well, like, not only that, but, like, Matt Hughes stood for a lot of what Dan Hardy opposed, because Dan Hardy is very, like, I don't... Dan Hardy doesn't really like good old boys, if that makes sense. You know, guys that like to hunt and ride horses and ha- live on farms and stuff, and I think that was a big, a big one.
5: Yeah, so... um yeah, I guess the, the big thing, who's Cowboy's last fight going to be against? Um, how, how do you think the UFC um, presents his last fight? Is it going to be like a main event for a fight night or just like maybe a co-main for a pay-per-view? Just kind of like so uh, maybe not the pressure's on him or I'm just kind of. Mm. They would
3: do, I bet they would do like a co-main like somewhere near New Mexico in with fans. Kind of yeah. like with, what they did with Faber. Or like in
5: Colorado somewhere, like a Denver show or something like that. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I yeah. Faber <sighs> co-main evented a card in Sacramento. It was a fight again. Who, who did he fight? Uh, Ricky how, do I know, right? how do I know? Well, I know that knows. was his comeback fight. With Ricky Who's Snow this? The like one that hit retire, like the action, the, like the retirement fight before oh, Brad, he came back for the Samoa Brad, fight. Brad Pickett. Pickett. Brad Pickett. Pickett. Pickett, yeah, Pickett, Pickett, say, Pickett yeah. yeah. Co-main event on that Sacramento card. It was a Pickett's a tough guy, but it was a fight that most people thought Faber would win. That's what I would kind of like to see for Cowboy, but I don't know. It's tough. People kind of view this more in the pro wrestling realm, where it's like you got to put somebody else over, kid, on the way on the way out. But hopefully, they just give him someone fun and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah, As, um, this commenter also um, he added
5: a lol for no reason on his comment, but he said that Matt Har- uh, Matt Hardy, Dan Hardy, probably won't happen because of Hardy's relationship now with the UFC. Unfortunately, no, but nah. I think there's. Uh, there's there's some names out there for sure. Um, yeah, something something
3: like that is I fine got with me.
5: No, nobody in the top tw- twenty five. It's just, it's just no. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely not. Coco. Cool, cool. Um, this is interesting.
3: Cowboy told Megan Olivi yesterday that all of my energy and power is in is on Diego Sanchez. Did he really? Give a you know what about Alex Morano. Did he underestimate did he
5: underestimate Mr. Morono?
4: I don't know how much you underestimated or the fact that he just got hit with the perfect punch. Like he might have trained, you can't train to eat that punch. Punch you don't see just right across the temple. Maybe Cowboy eats that five, six years ago, but uh I think we'd be doing a disservice to Alex if uh we didn't just say he just maybe just a better fighter in 2021.
5: I think when this fight was originally booked of Cowboy and Diego, I think we all were thinking that Cowboy is going to roll through Diego. Is that what we were thinking?
4: I think so. Yeah,
5: Yeah. man. But the Cowboy showed up tonight. I don't know who actually wins that fight against Diego, to be honest. Um, uh, But we'll we'll never know, though. We'll never know. Um, I just think, yeah, Cowboy, I think Cowboy was ready for Morono, but um, he just doesn't have the durability that it takes to fight at this level
3: anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just, it's just amazing how he knows that he sucks in the first round. Like he'll say it in every interview. I know I suck in the first round. And it's just (laughs) like, it's so fascinating that he can't like get over that That mental hurdle. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just such a fascinating thing to watch. Like I know what I suck at, but I can't, for some reason, I just can't fix it. Like just a a incredible conversation with the psyche and how that all works out, especially when you're a fighter, people are crazy. <laughs> uh, Respect. No comment about the main event. Good main event. People always hate for no reason. Michelle Watterson is never in a boring fight. Yeah. So she's, you could always throw her in there against pretty much anybody.
4: It's fun.
5: I'm pretty sure Marina hasn't been either. Unless, well, you know, Carla Sparza can make you fight a boring That's fight. That's what I was about to say. Both of, Carla <laughs> was man. in both
4: of their worst, Carla was the opponent for both of their worst fights in the UFC. Yeah. <laughs>
5: so. Yeah. The,
4: And that's not a knock on them. Carla and Carla's just, that's what happened. I thought Carla lost both those fights
5: too, but they were both competitive fights regardless.
4: I thought Um, she beat Michelle, um, but I thought Marina won.
5: Yeah. Um,
4: But they were both close.
5: Yeah. Oh, man. Do you imagine if Carla somehow becomes a strawweight champ again? That'd be amazing. I love it. That'd be amazing. Uh, Oh, yeah. We didn't really talk about this too much
3: at all, actually. Thoughts on Mori Scream versus Marcos Ruggiero de Lima. That
4: Herb Dean interaction when we came back was like WTF. <laughs> I will say, doing the um, Twitter reacts, a lot of fighters said, go Herb Dean. <laughs> a lot of fighters were like, good on Herb Dean for like getting this quote-unquote under control because also that was like the, a commercial break played, so we don't know what was going on between rounds, but I can say a lot of fighters said, uh, Herb give Herb Dean the performance bonus. <laughs> Uh, for that one, <laughs> and, hey, and and and
5: God bless the whoever works in the ESPN truck who's supposed to press the little bleep button to to take out the curse words because he was taking a nap on that part. Because <laughs> I heard, oh, yes. "Hey, motherfucker!" real loud on my TV. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" on on the replay too. I was like, "All right, here we go." <laughs> I got a cage fight and bad words. Woo! <laughs> oh, that was a horrible fight, though. That was the worst fight of the night. I Anyways. actually picked
3: Maurice Green to win. I picked him to get a third I, I, round me submission. Me too.
5: Yeah, me too. He was my. He was, I, I I thought Maurice was gonna win too, but um, I was, was like,
3: Marcus uh, and Lima is gonna try to take Maurice Green's head off in the first round, and then he's gonna get so tired that Maurice Green's gonna like fall into some kind of submission like late in the fight, I,
5: like, like the John Valente fight. Remember, it just John Valente Creep, just
3: kind of exactly. kind of
5: passed out on him, and Maurice just like i will just smother you <laughs> in my chest, and you'll just quit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs>
5: I, ta- I, ta- I talked i talked i talked to greg jackson about that uh that submission and greg was like people were crapping on maurice for that i was like was that a real submission he's like he's like i mean it's a submission <laughs> it's like, i was like all right
3: <laughs> yeah maurice i remember i remember maurice being on what the heck after that and he was like yeah Goes, I submitted him because I put my armpit in his, my smelly armpit in his, in his nose. Yeah. I just, he just had to, he had to submit. He
5: had to submit. (laughs) I mean, you know, you're not going to see, you know, know, Gordon Ryan doing that submission or, you know, Craig Jones, Hmm. but, you know, it's, it's, it's a submission technically.
3: That's Uh, right.
5: (laughs) Uh, Oh, this one's for you, Mike.
3: Uh, did Scott Coker say why they parted ways with Mandy Baum to the UFC signer? So she did sign with the UFC. I don't know oh. if she's got a fight booked, but she's posted that she signed with the UFC. So I think it was just, yeah. I did. I was going to ask him, I was going to ask him about it, but then she signed with the UFC like literally the next day. So I didn't want to make like a big deal out of it. Um, so there you go. Yeah.
5: yeah.
3: But no, he didn't say why. And, I don't honestly, I don't know if he would even know the answer to that question because he's got like a team around him that mm-hmm. kind of makes those decisions. They have like a little committee. So something tells me he probably has no idea why she was released. But I mean, she, at that point, why not just let her go? She got a chance at the UFC. They probably just let her go and UFC swiped her right up, which is a smart move on their part. Cool, cool. Um... The UFC Bellator to Bellator. I, dug, I dig it.
5: <laughs> uh, oh, that's actually kind of interesting. Um, oh, wait. this oh, Michelle no, wait. Watterson,
3: a fighter you'd never get mad when she wants to grapple.
5: Oh, sorry. I kind of misread this. I think this is uh, kind of a <laughs> – I thought this was more of like, oh, Michelle should grapple more. But now that I'm looking at these emojis. No, it's just it. a
4: creep. He's uh, just being a creep. <laughs>
5: Um, yes, uh, Michelle is a very good grappler. She's actually a much dangerous grappler than she is a striker, and I thought that was her path to victory tonight, but she, she can only Me get too. down. She can only get Rodriguez down for one round, and, um, weird emojis. Yeah, whatever you said. <laughs> All right, um, actually, um, not too many more questions.
3: Um, just, um... JJ Marina would be fire. It's a great fight. <laughs> One fifty men's band, the men's bantamweight division and the women's strawweight division can't go wrong.
5: Can't go wrong. Um, I could also see if um, if Angela Hill, depending on how quickly Angela Hill and uh, Amanda Heebus gets rebooked, if Angela Hill wins, um, Marina Angela Hill, just because that'll be a fun match. Um, Marina would probably go. be kind of a backwards a bit in the rankings, but that'd be a big step back. But. Marie, but Angela Hill, we know that she should she could easily be ranked up there too if she, if, if two judges would have gave her the you know the Claudia decision. I mean, that's the only fight she lost those really close decisions. So um, and they they would both have common opponents if 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 um, Angela Hill beats up Hebus. So I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, that's a if good. If, if, I mean, I was looking for it, really looking forward to that fight. Yeah, if she doesn't get, if, if she doesn't get the JJ one.
5: fight or the Dern fight, something like that, I could see Angela Hill. But do just one of those fighters. She's just exciting. I want to I just want to see her fight. It's straw weight. You can't mess it up. It's like booking bantam weights. You can't. You can't really mess up.
3: <laughs> uh, Choo What else we got? Uh, I thought the main event would win fight of the night. Thoughts? There's no way you can't give Gillespie and Fajeda that fight of the night. That fight was I'm glad, ridiculous. I'm glad.
4: I'm glad the UFC recognized like high level boxing. In the yeah the gillespie. No, right. gillespie in the gillespie fight like that first round was just scramble after scramble after scramble yeah yeah that's why I, yeah, I, I was really just... i was really happy that the ufc gave him that
5: yeah yeah because they almost never give um uh fight of knights for grapple heavy fights and that was almost all grappling and it was amazing scrambles awesome scrambles oh one thing that oh, i gotta compliment the ufc on one thing they do great in the live production is every once in a while in the scrambles they go to the overhead shot like and it's directly over there. it's not like yeah, a yeah, camera yeah. Um, it's just like directly overhead, and it's just and seeing those scrambles from that angle. It's just like, just uh, I liked it a lot. And so, uh, like dude, live event coverage, like when that when they're actually punching each other, UFC production crew does an amazing job. I love it. Uh,
3: hmm,
5: let me You if you got anything else?
3: Yeah. Hey, listen, we got we we got a we got quite the week ahead of us too. Yeah. Oh, you're you're welcome, Scott. You're welcome.
5: Hey, I just want to say thank you to everyone, um, watching and stuff. I know we've had a lot of MMA, a lot of fan Q and As, a lot of pre shows, post shows, all that stuff, and thank you for just watching. I I I don't say that enough to our listeners. I forget.
4: Yes, apology accepted.
5: I appreciate it. (laughs) Okay now yeah okay okay yeah. now okay yeah my my voice is knowing, I know I'm sorry all right yeah I'm, I'm gonna play the I'm gonna play I'm gonna play the go home you yeah go play
3: go home. play me out play I am admit am admittedly tired it has yeah. been a long yeah. week yeah. it has been a super long day I drove close to 600 miles today whoa wow wow drove thank, for, thank you for showing up then yeah drove from Mohegan to Haverhill Massachusetts got to visit Rob Font and Calvin Cater and. All of those crazies. So look for some cool stuff over the next couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, did an interview with Cater. Shot some good footage of Rob Font training, getting ready for the Cody Garbrandt fight on May 22nd. So we're going to do some cool stuff with that. Um, and then I drove back home to see the fam. So, but here we are. Here we are. Another post-fight show in the books. Jose Young's. Enjoy some uh, some R&R, my friends, before you hop on that airplane. And then it's your turn to get mm-hmm. right back on the road. How excited
4: are you to head to the Lone Star State? I am very excited uh, for another uh, fight week with fans again. I know the fans kind of creep people out, especially in the uh, during the pandemic, just being surrounded by fans. But I, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the interactions with fans as long as they were wearing masks and not rushing up on me. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Media day is very big. I think everyone outside of the top two fights is going to be a media day. So A-side TBD, depending on when that ends. So we might not have A-side next Wednesday. And then, of course, we have another press conference. Who knows what Tony Ferguson's going to say on Thursday? No Nate Diaz, unfortunately. But it is fortunate because he's going to be in Arizona. And my the amount of DMs I've gone asking about tickets for that have not stopped. <laughs> so, yes, very much looking forward to it. There you go. And is we will. It, it, uh, we will you have see you covered the?
5: Is, did you see the only card next week? I know. Is there? There's no Bellator next week.
4: There's no Bellator.
3: I don't believe there's oh, Bellator. All UFC next Bellator's, week. Bellator's Bellator's back in the 21st with uh, Chris Cyborg oh, versus yeah. Leslie Smith. Cool. So yeah, there you go. Smith. <laughs> yes. Well, until then, we are out of here. For Jose Casey, I am Mike Heck. Good night, everybody.
1: Bonus bet based on the amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co/slash b for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze.